Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of The Filmmaker and Me. I'm your host, James Kariha. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys have subscribed or left a 5-star review or a comment or liked us on SoundCloud, liked me, liked the podcast on SoundCloud, since it is a solo show, um, I thank you very much for it. Uh, we have had some interviews which have been cool. Um, I do apologize about last night's interview, the phone interview with Ethan Parks. I uh, did not, for some reason, my mic would not work on my computer, and so what you hear is a, it's really kind of hard to make me out, and then Ethan, Ethan came through really great, and so Ethan sounded great, and I wanted to get Ethan out there, and he was, he's awesome, and so I hope that you listened for Ethan, and don't worry about me, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast, because I thought it was really, really cool, and hearing his story, and the filmmaker and him. And so, yeah, thank you guys for that, for listening to that if you listen to it. And hopefully it wasn't too troublesome or um, cringeworthy, I guess. I don't know if it was cringeworthy, but uh, yeah, it was just probably not. I listened to it and I couldn't get through it, but that's me. Um, so anyways, thank you guys. And today's episode, really quick, I'm going to touch on three tips that I have for editing to hopefully up your editing game and get you maybe um, above the beginners. So you're above a beginner, but you're, and you're as you work your way up to becoming an expert, right? An expert, filmmaker, editor, whatever it is that you want to be. And so, yeah, these three tips, guys, um, I'm not going to go too much into detail. I'm going to try to explain them um, as best I can. So um, let's get started, right? So tip number one for you guys, tip number one is music choice. And when I pick music... Me personally, I pick cinematic stuff because I want my films to be cinematic. I want them to be films. I want them to have a cinematic flow quality to them. And you'll see a lot of wedding videos edited to, you know, mainstream song, lyrical songs, whatever, you know, those ones that you've seen. And those are great. Those are more wedding videos, though, is how I would classify those. And I think others in the industry would classify those more as wedding videos. You know, there's so many filmmakers doing films that, are like those films. They're basically just cookie cutter, cutting to the beat, cutting to the music, and then um, it's kind of got a basic formula that you kind of cut and edit to, and then you're done. And so, that, I mean, that's great too if you want to do that. That's kind of your style, and that's awesome. Um, but then you have filmmakers that go more down, I think, the cinematic film looking route, which is where I go. I go down that route, and it's great because doing that, you can kind of create whatever you really want. There is no structure. You know, all cinematic songs have a different flow to them. I like mine to build a little bit, but I've also picked songs that don't build. I've picked songs that build real quick in the beginning, then the rest of the song just kind of fades out. And so, you know, there's just a lot of different options. And um, it's great too, because, you know, usually when you're doing the more film-like looking stuff, you're probably incorporating more audio and you're trying to make it more of a story it's more story driven. So, you know, cinematic songs are great because there's not a lot of lyrics. You can have no lyrics. You can have, you know, a little bit of lyrics. You can have like just oohs and ahs happen like at the end of the song or like whenever the choruses or whatever happen or the climaxes happen. And so there's just so many options and choices. And, you know, it really just kind of builds your story and dictates your story and, uh, you know, helps you create a beautiful story for the couple of their day. And, you know, you're using their vows or speeches or whatever you have or notes or letters and all that. So um, music choice is big. And uh, so I think it's just, I think it's 
good for you to realize what you want to do. If you want to be a wedding, wedding video videographer and do that cookie cutter, I mean, that stuff's easier. You get your edits done faster, not as much stress, not as much stress in post, which is, I mean, good. Sometimes I wish my nights and days weren't as stressful because of all the, <laughs> uh, you know, choices I have to make with mine. Um, but, or you can go down the film cinematic route and you can really have a lot more creative control of your film and of all of that but it is more stressful it is more time consuming but that is why you can charge more money if you uh, go down that route too I believe because you're taking more time so I mean obviously time is money so you're charging for time and the couple I believe gets a better quality film Um, not saying that you know so now I'm going to get in trouble, but not saying that like a lyrically mainstream song driven wedding video isn't high quality, but I believe that it's, you just see those all the time. So they're just, they, they're more generic. And, um, whereas when there's something that's has like a story, the story drives it and the music is just kind of the underlier and helps the story build and whatever. It just, it's a little, um, it's a, it's, it seems a little more high quality, I guess, to me. So um, that's just my opinion. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings out there. So um, anyways, so yeah, so music choice, first thing, uh, big thing for me. And uh, so that's big. Number two is moments, moments, guys, pay attention to moments and edit the moments into the song where they belong really important. I see a lot of films, uh, videos, films from beginners, those just starting out where the moments just kind of happen there. The music didn't dictate anything as far as the edit went. And that's a big mistake. And uh, it'll make your films tough to watch. And it'll definitely diminish how good your film is. And so it's really important to, you know, find those moments, find the biggest, most impactful moments, the most emotion, the tears, the joy, all of that, and put those moments on the biggest climaxes or beats or music crescendos or whatever is going on in your song. And so, um, you know, I see song, I see wedding videos that are edited and they, oh boy, they just, it's like they muted the music track and they just turned it off or maybe they just edited the video to no music and then they just dropped a track in and then exported it. And it's hard to watch and it, it's uh, confusing to me, I guess. But, you know, I guess I didn't realize how tough it was to edit and be an editor until I started watching more videos from filmmakers that were, you know, beginner level, just starting out, you know, because I like to think of myself as higher up. So you know, I'm just watching, I typically just watch films from like four or five filmmakers that I find to be really top of the line, best out there. And, uh, hadn't really been watching, you know, anybody else just cause I would get bored or I would see a lot of mistakes and it would be hard to watch. And I would turn it off, which was not very kind of me. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, so I start, I'm starting to watch those more just to kind of see mistakes that, you know, beginners are making so I can, you know, help you guys out on this podcast. And so, that's a big thing I see is just not editing to the music correctly and just not even listening. It's like they're not listening to the music track and that's okay if you're not doing that. That's why I'm here to, you know, let you know that, you know, the music 
when you watch those great wedding filmmakers, I mean, you listen to the music and watch how the film flows. The film flows to the music. Everything, it's it's like the, the it's like the video is riding a wave, the wave of the music. And so where the, you know, way where the music uh, waves or comes to a crest, you know, that's where like the the video flows and comes to that big climactic moment, the big emotional moment, like the first look or the bride coming down the aisle or, you know, them entering the reception or first dance or, you know, whatever the moments were that were really big and powerful and all, all, all the emotion and the joy and the love was shown that you captured, you know, those moments have to, you know, hit on those right those right, uh, you know, waves and crests of the of the music. So, really, really pay attention to that, guys. That is really, really big, and that'll make your films so much better. And I believe will put you above those who aren't doing that, obviously. And there's a lot that there's many out there who aren't doing that. And um, so, you know, if you do that right away, you'll automatically be above those filmmakers who aren't doing that, and that automatically gives you a leg up and can allow you to start charging a little bit more than, you know, maybe what the average beginning price is in your marketplace. So, um, yeah, think about that, do that. Um, and the other thing too, I guess with music selection, and I, this is my personal thought and opinion on it, but what I see is that those who are doing wedding videos, like the mainstream music, the cookie cutter edit, um, videos, I'm trying to think of like songs. I know I chariot, but, um, other, songs like that I should probably pull up a site and what you guys know but I'm not going to do that because I don't want to make a mouse click happen in the background but anyway so um you know I'm talking about those just um cookie cutter wedding video songs edits yeah um I feel like because so many uh wedding videographers kind of go down that road I mean that's kind of like when you start and that that was I think when wedding video wedding films kind of became a thing that's what everybody was doing and then you had creative people start to branch off and do this more cinematic stuff and this more creative stuff. So, you know, I think it's just going to take time for more people to flow the film cinematic route if they want to, but, um, to go that way. But, you know, there's just so many people that do it that way, the cookie cutter way that, um, to that, just that same music that, I believe there's a ceiling for how much you can charge for that stuff because everybody's doing it. So you have to, you have to basically stay in line with those other filmmakers in your marketplace that are doing that same thing. You can't say that you're different or you're more creative because you're maybe, I mean, you might be with your shots, but overall, I don't know if the client can really tell that. So you're not, so you're kind of, there's a ceiling. So basically what I'm trying to say is there's a ceiling with those kind of videos, I believe. And so you know, if you want to, if you don't want to have a ceiling, I, I believe there's no ceiling when you are different, when you're artsy, when you're more cinematic and you're, you're uh, story driven, your films are more story driven and there is just so much more to them. You know, I, I don't think you can put a price limit on that or price, sorry, a price ceiling on that. Uh, I think that, you know, you can charge whatever a couple will want to pay to get something like that, something more special, something more uh, boutique you know, unique for them. So, uh, keep that in mind too. Um, and you know, I think that's a great thing and that can really help you out and maybe grow your business and get you weddings, get you weddings in places that you wouldn't probably get a wedding if you were just doing kind of what everybody else was doing. So, uh, keep that in mind too. But then the last thing I want to talk about is 
cuts. And this kind of goes back with the, I was talking about emotions. Point two was moments and emotion and, you know, cutting to the, and flowing with the song, of course. And um, so point three is kind of with that point two and point one, I guess they all kind of go together. Um, but, uh, you know, watch your cuts. Um, I touched on this in point two, but I see films where the cuts are like a shot is held way too long or a shot is not held long enough. And, you know, there's just, you know, um, boy, I'm trying to think how best to describe this because I can't show you guys, but I mean, I think you guys know being video videographers, filmmakers, I'm sure, you know, when you watch something when, okay, that shot needs to cut now. And if you listen to music, obviously the music, you know, okay, that there was a beat there. That shot was held long enough. We need to cut to the other angle and see what she's walking up to or what he's walking up to or, or what's happening, you know, um, from another angle. And so, uh, I think we, I think, I think we can all basically kind of see that, uh, as long as we're on, I think the filmmaking side of things, uh, videographers, you know, I I don't think the layman, the client really can see that maybe as much. I I mean, some can, but I think most can't, but, um, if you want to have a better film and I think we all want better films, um, you know, what really watch that, you know, when, when you can cut, like I said, you know, listen for the beats, obviously listen to the music, but, um, you know, don't want a shot too long and don't cut too quick, you know, let the emotion play out, but then don't let it play out too much unless, unless the shot is just such a good shot. And, um, and see, this is where it gets great. It's a gray area because, you know, it depends on what the, what the moment is, what, what emotion is happening. But I'm basically talking about when, you know, maybe it's just, you know, Oh, Hey, smile, smile, nothing. There's not a lot of emotion. And, uh, I mean, there's emotion, but not a lot of it. And, um, you know, you can cut back and forth and the music dictates it. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing I'm trying to think of I me. Mean, I can't really find a better way to try to show you guys that verbally. Um, but yeah, so I think that's, that, that's a big thing. Just watch your cuts, watch how long you hold shots for, watch how quick, watch out for how quick you cut shots. You know, if, something's happening, you know, let it play out. Don't let it, don't cut to think you have to cut too quick, but then don't hold it past its due date. <laughs> it's due date for being cut. Um, and I guess, yeah, the third point's hard, hard to describe guys. So I can't really, I probably should have just kept it to two points, two points. Those first two points are good. This third point's kind of uh, tough to understand over the podcast, but um, it's kind of something you have to go watch films and see what I'm talking about. So I encourage you to go watch a bunch of films after this. Watch just a bunch of your local filmmaker films, local filmmakers in your market, and then go watch some really good filmmakers that I mentioned before in the podcast. And, you know, just compare the films and watch how they cut. And I think that'll help you. Um, I've just seen some really um, weird cuts lately in some films. Um, like a couple is together, and this is probably going to make no sense because you're not, you can't see it. So I don't know why I'm trying to describe it, but a couple's together staying together, their backs to the camera, they're holding hands. It's like a really slow tilt up. And then it like gets to the point where they have the proper headroom, if you know what proper headroom is in a shot. But then it just keeps going and tilting up. And it's like, okay, you probably could have cut there. And there was a beat they could have cut on, but they kept tilting up and up until 
the couple's heads were like in the middle of the frame. So it was held, I think, way too long. To me, it became like, okay, this doesn't need to be held this long. It looked off to me. Um, but then, so they held it too long, the tilt up too long, but then they cut to just a shot that made no sense to cut to. And it was like a, a static shot and didn't really go with what the shot before was. And so, and then they held that shot too long. And so, yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense, guys. I'm just trying to describe it. That probably makes no sense, but go watch films, <laughs> go watch local filmmaker films, uh, in your area and just, you know, see how they edit and watch how they edit and then watch one of the filmmakers that I recommended in the beginning of this podcast. I think you'll see a difference immediately and you'll kind of catch on and, you know, then you can kind of be like, okay, I want to, you know, do my edits more like this, like these really good filmmakers are doing their edits like, and it'll put you, it'll, it'll make you aware. If nothing else, it'll make you aware so that when you're editing and you watch it back, you know, oh man, this looks more like this filmmaker and not this filmmaker and I want it to look more like this filmmaker and I see that this shot maybe it looks a little odd and it's held too long and there's a beat back there I could have cut to and I didn't and I have another good angle I can cut to and it'll match really well and you know just be aware be aware and um, you know don't be a filmmaker that just drops don't have your films look like you just dropped a song in and you didn't edit to the song is the biggest thing I want to uh, uh, you know, impress on you guys is just, you have to edit to the music you have to, and it'll make your film so much better and, um, it'll get you so much further, further along. So music choice, edit to music moments. And, um, yeah, guys take those tips. Hopefully that helps. I appreciate you guys tuning in. This was a quick editing episode for you and we'll have more editing episodes on the way and I'll dive into more stuff like my music choices and how I do what I do. But um, for now, yeah, that's all I got, guys. Thank you again for tuning in. If you've yet to subscribe, please do so. If you have topics, discussion items, things you want talked about on the show, uh, feel free to email me at hello at creehawfilms.com or you can message me on social media, Facebook or Instagram. Just search Films. It's been a pleasure, you guys. Thank you again. And we'll see you next time on the next episode of The Filmmaker in Me.